It's 25 minutes past uh, the uh, 7 o'clock hour. The uh, city of Northfield has seen a reverse referendum petition that has been uh, going around considering some road reconstruction projects uh, that Northfield plans on doing this year. It's not quite done yet, but probably will be set uh, this coming Tuesday. So we've asked uh, David Ludisher, who is an attorney representing a group that is uh, that has uh, passed around that uh, petition uh, with us. So he is in along... Uh, Along with one of the uh, residents, Todd Zender, who is uh, who kind of w- was one of the people who organized that charge, uh, gentlemen, thank you so much both for coming in today. Thank you, Jeff. And we want to say um, thank you to, to Mr. Ludisher for uh, organizing the Lions Golf Club uh, golf <laughs> event yesterday. Uh, got to rain down a little bit, but uh, you did uh, you did a great job with the organizing committee. Well, thank you, Jeff, uh, and thank you for all the sponsors who sponsored it and. Uh I'll put in a shameless plug for the Lions. We've been here for 102 years in Northfield, and we hope to go another 102. I'll probably be gone by then. but um, So we <laughs> yeah. give all our money to charity, and so it's a great deal. And uh, really thank the people who supported us. And you went out and played golf, Jeff. Uh, we got about nine holes in, and we were on the, the far side. And uh, it's, the rain just came down, so we had to kind of huddle in the concession hut there but uh, well the farmers probably think you golfers for bringing the rain so <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's talk about the uh reverse referendum the petition that has been going around it's been signed by over 1100 people here in northfield uh you have uh some issues uh with uh the, leg- the legality of this why don't you kind of summarize what your point is how how you got into this and where and uh just where we're at right now okay um i was approached by the petitioners um the eventual petitioners uh, organizing committee and said the city's planning on doing all this road construction uh by two minutes overlay, but they're going to include in there, the city wants to include sidewalks and bike paths, and in some cases come up to about 20 feet from our garages. And we'd like to know what we could do to have them rethink this, I guess. And so I sat down with the petitioners and went over what legally they would have to do in order to comply with the statute to make it happen. Now, let, let, let's talk about those statues, because you have, I think, a different understanding of what the charter is than perhaps some people uh, in City Hall. Uh, you have questioned whether the council is working by uh, the, uh, I guess, the the rule of uh, the charter, uh, because Northfield is a uh, charter city. Can you help explain that, uh, you know, how you perceive the charter? You've been on the charter commission. Right. Uh, and how the council, you know, there's two kind of sets of laws. We've got the charter, then we've got the state statutes. Uh, you know, where where does one begin and one end? I think the easiest way to think about it, at least for me, is um, it's kind of like the federal and state government. There's a federal constitution which all states have to obey, but they have states have the ability to self-govern themselves, as we we've seen with the you know legislature just ended Minnesota. So people have the right in Minnesota if they want to in a city to self-govern, and that's called a charter. And so you make up your own constitution saying how you want to govern yourselves. Uh, generally speaking, the statutes provide that 
as long as it doesn't conflict with a specific purpose for a state statute, the charter is, let's say, more important than whatever the statute might be. So we've decided to govern ourselves. There's a set of laws that says if you're not a charter city, then here's all the rules and regulations you have to follow. But you can change these rules and regulations as you wish, as long as it's still constitutional or within the purview of what we want a city to be. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about this petition a little bit more specifically. Uh, the petition was signed by about 1,100 people. Um, the It was turned in to the city. The city had some issues with, I think, six out of the nine um, uh, points that that it had to be uh, addressed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and let me let me yeah, go just ahead. cut in if I could. Yeah, please Jeff. do. Um, so under Minnesota law, uh, if there's going to be indebtedness, the statute says Minnesota statute four seventy five point five eight says that you have to take all debt to the citizens. So, um, for example, we voted voted on the ice arena, if you recall. Um, the statute, though, however, provides that there can be exceptions to going to the voters. And so, generally speaking, you have to go to the voters. One of the exceptions is that you don't have to go to the voters if you're doing a bituminous or street reconstruction. However, if you get enough signatures, 5%, the statute says 5%, which in this case would have been 500, Todd? Yeah, correct, 500. Uh, 500 signatures, and you file it with the city clerk, then they have to, the city council either has to hold an election, they have to scuttle the project, or they have to do a new project. So what the city has said is, you didn't follow a Minnesota rule that deals with elections, and therefore uh, we're going to we're going to rule that the petition is not valid. But the statute that they operated under that said you can do it without the voter approval specifically says they can't do this unless uh, they get... They can't do this if a petition is filed with the city clerk with enough signatures. Now, I... uh is to my understanding, and maybe I have this wrong, but from some uh, some comments we had the mayor and city administrator in this week, uh, you know, the uh, having the voters vote on that uh, can depend on uh, the, the type of financing uh, tools that you use. Is there, yeah, from, I, I, from your I, standpoint, do you see that as uh, uh, valid? Is that, is that actually in the law? Does it apply in this case? It's not in the law. And it's not valid in this case. Um, I see it as more of a threat. Um, and I, from a legal standpoint, if you don't, if you force us to have an election, then we'll just find another way to do this. Um, and you know, Jeff, what's what's the harm when people vote? You know, I suppose we could, you know, elect a president that no one likes. Uh, but, you know, that's the American way. That's the democratic way. Let the people vote. Um, we have done, in the city of Northfield, we have done financing using what uh, I would term creative financing. So, for example, the police station, we did not own it when we first got it. We rented it. 
and it was owned by U.S. Bank shareholders. So the city council did a, what do, what do common folk call that? Uh, oh, a loophole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's not supposed to be for that, and in fact, it's not done anymore. Uh, the swimming pool was developed by the EDA as an economic development project. So there's lots of ways that a council who who wants not to get it to the voters can try to go around the voters. And I've always thought, both as a council person and as a lawyer, why don't you just let the people vote? I mean, if you have a good plan, let them vote on it. Now, at this point, uh, the city is dating, you know, there, there's a time. We, we, they got to accept bids because it's June if they want it done this year. Uh, Jeff. Forcing to- the vote could take up to next year. And, and the mayor made a point that uh, should street projects be, a, there, should there be a referendum? Uh, she stated that that's not good governance. Uh, that the uh, you know, the elected officials should decide on you know repaving and reconstructing and prioritize that. Uh, do you do you agree with that? The petitioners mm-hmm. are not opposed to reconstructing the street. In fact, they want to have it done, and they have suggested let's just do the mill and overlay project. Let's not change the curb. Let's not put in sidewalks and bike paths until we can determine whether or not they're worth it, especially for the money. Um, but, the, well, the city, I don't know who the city really is, but really the city in this case is the council and probably just the mayor. You know, the administrator doesn't have any legal authority, um, so... We're talking uh, now with David Ludisher, who is representing a group of citizens who have, uh, uh, once again, uh, put forth this reverse referendum petition. Let's talk about where we're at right now. Coming up on Tuesday, the council is going to be voting on the uh, funding mechanism in which to make these street projects happen. And the mayor did outline, I don't know if you caught her interview the other day with us. She outlined three scenarios, possible scenarios. Uh, is there any that you agree with, or would you like to? Um, that you would prefer? Is there a preferable outcome of the three that she mentioned that would be acceptable? What would be to alter the plans? What one would be to alter the plans? But please understand that there's really been there's already been a resolution on this particular issue, and the petitioners have petitioned against this particular, or called for a vote, really. And so if they change the plan, then you have to go back and redo the whole process. Because then you have to get a new plan approved, and then you have to do the funding mechanism all over again. You can't switch horses midstream. Uh, we only have a couple more minutes, but I want to ask you. I come uh, back, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, from uh, from a legal standpoint, um, you know, when is this going to? I guess I don't know if you can even say what. You know, when's this going to end? Are you, will this be cons- uh, um, continued after uh, the reactions taken after the voting on Tuesday? Potentially, I should say, because we don't know what they're going to do on Tuesday. You know, I, I don't get to make that decision because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just the attorney. But I, I can tell you that I've had extensive discussions. And 
The petitioners would like to do everything possible to sit down with the city and discuss their concerns, why they think 1,100 people signed this, and come up with an alternative plan that doesn't require that we end up in court, you know, trying to determine if they have to hold an election or not. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, I guess one one final thought, and maybe I can get Todd's opinion on this. The mayor had mentioned uh, that uh, she had talked to people, and anecdotally, it was not... It was about more than just a block of, of, of street. There were some people that, uh, you know, as a whole think that they're, they're not being listened to. And uh, there were a couple other concerns. Uh, well, when, when you were out with uh, the petition, did you, did you hear a lot of different reasons why people were signing? Or Absolutely, Jeff. I think we talked about this before. Um, you know, we had, when we were out doing this, we found a lot of people that wanted to have 20, 30, 40-minute conversations about a variety of things. And, you know, at the end of the day here, when you sit back and look at this and why we really did this, what drove it was this whole issue about the general feeling across the community. And, again, that's based on our sampling of 1,100 people, that the city just is not interested in listening to the input of the uh, constituents. And, you know, so I think we've got a little bit of some... Professional pride and, you know, I could use that term, you know, big brother knows best. And and there's a lot of frustration out there uh, about this and uh, city spending. Uh, they don't believe that they agree with us that we shouldn't be embedding, recon- reconfiguring streets for bikeways that are basically we don't believe are, un- are unjustified. So there, there was, I think, a good understanding. We put together a, a nice flyer that explained the major points of this uh, effort. And then the whole background of it. So, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a, a lot of unhappy people mm-hmm. in, in Northfield. All right. Well, gentlemen, we're out of time. We want to thank you uh, for uh, for being with us. Much appreciated. Uh, Tuesday's the day. This will we'll find out a few more answers. So, thank you for joining us, and right. we'll uh, keep on the story. Thank you, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jeff. That is David Ludisher and uh, Todd Zender. You're listening to 95.1 FM and AM 1080. KYMN North.